So we will just have a little chat on that one. John chapter 4. John chapter 4. Let's begin from verse 4. Verse 4. Is that all? But he needed to go to where? Samaria. Okay. Five, six, seven. Let's go. So he came to a city of Samaria which is called Sychar. Near the plot of ground that Jacob gave to his son Joseph. Now Jacob's well was there. Jesus, therefore, being wearied or tired from his journey, sat thus by the well. It was about the sixth hour. Go ahead. A woman of Samaria came to draw water. Jesus said to her, Give me a drink. Yeah. For his disciples had gone away into the city to buy food. So the man was not just tired, he was also hungry. So when you are hungry, it doesn't mean anything. Anybody could be hungry, including Christ, then, but not now. All right. Then the woman of Samaria said to him, How is it that you, being a Jew, ask a drink from me, a Samaritan woman? For Jews have no dealings with Samaritans. I wouldn't want to go into that this morning. Otherwise, we've got to visit some historical issues. But I think I've mentioned that in church before, that the Samaritans were the product of the cross-breeding between Jews and non-Jews. Aha. Okay. Jesus answered and said to her, If you knew the gift of God and who it is, who says to you, give me a drink, you would have asked him and he would have given you living water. Let's see the woman's reaction. The woman said to him, Sir, you have nothing to draw with and the well is deep. Where then do you get the living water? Mm-hmm. Are you greater than our father Jacob who gave us the well and drank from it himself, as well as his sons and his livestock. Yeah. Jesus answered and said to her, Whoever drinks of this water will thirst again. But whoever drinks of the water that I shall give him will never thirst. But the water that I shall give him will become in him a fountain of water springing up into everlasting life. Then the woman the woman said to him, Sir, give me this water, that I may not thirst, nor come here to draw. Let's pause over there. Give me this water. She received information. Information. 
Yesu ka kire ne se Ensu amemi wo no me de mawa scrum enubio on sanso maha Obani ti enu ape enye mama sensio no First or challenge Jesus well we see I can one say na o se wo ensio no wo kra woni ade ade to ensio Adia did two so they call well the Moko sells you no only be better than what me am a museum. Now you see, Jesus was speaking from a particular dimension, some depth that happened to be alien to this woman. Some are not all canon, baby, and now Gina all Catherine. A bro, my men on in chess here, so no nim baby, a yes, a cassa every a better nipa, dear nipa, that's not to make us a memo, sir. down come, come cry, and you build that's some strange thing. It's like one four one nine connection that you drink this water, you will not be thirsty again. If anybody should make that mistake of announcing this kind of thing on, on radio, that I have water. When you drink it, you won't test again. The whole Ghana will go in there. In fact, we're going to get people come from outside Ghana to come and pick that kind of water. Because people are tired. So there's water today, tomorrow, no water. This one, when you drink it, that's all. You don't even need to bath. <laughs> Amen. Amen. So was the woman wrong to have said that? Give me this water so that I won't test again and not come here again. I believe the distance. What now across it da? Sometimes maybe I ensure one. How were you? Mumwa hina tena across it da. Hello, how are you? This lady here. No, not you. The one on your left. How are you? Very good. We'll talk later. Amen. One answer, Krasida. Can you imagine how many city people? I'll come here and say, Rita. Huh? What's it? Huh? Sumina Kese Ovain. Nkoko nechi Eneo Na Webia mkosi Nekwa waon Nen webia Newa Ya Enifa Ho Kwebi oho Nensio ni ho ho Bush, Marco Sensio. A very interesting. Moya You don't have that. You need to have the village encounter. The experience you gather in the village, it cannot be sold. You don't buy it anywhere. It's, it's strange. Uh, they born in Kalabari, and that's where you lived. From Kalabari, you came here. It is in Accra, you went to village. Congratulations. 
Now you see the distance from the town to where you get very good water that could not just be defiled by irresponsible people. Oh, it's quite some distance. Quite some distance. There was where we had to fetch water to wash things, and there was where we have to fetch water to drink. And what? So if the woman says, give me that water so that I won't come here again and I won't be thirsty again, she understood what I was talking about. But that's not where I'm going on. There's something ahead. When I get there, I'll stop. Go ahead. Jesus said to her, go call your husband. Mm-hmm. The woman answered, I have no husband. Jesus said to her, you have well said, I have no husband. The information be about more crepa now go on to the next one. Oswa warim prenum. Present. You have had five husbands. And the one whom you now have, the one whom you now have, is not your husband. It could be somebody else's husband that uh, she was quarting around. It could be an illicit affair that was not properly consummated. Know that. Go back. In that you spoke truly. But go ahead. The woman said to her, Sir, I perceive that you are a prophet. I do what? What's the meaning of perceive? Eh? Perceive. Perceive. Oh, Perceive Yes, Dan. What is perceive? Hello. Yes, sir. To, to sense or discern something. Okay, I sense that you are a prophet. But do you know the way some people use that word, that expression these days? I perceive food here. Oh, <laughs> you know, sometimes I choose not to make comments on people's language so that they won't describe me as one proud person. But when I hear that somebody is a graduate from university and he says some things, the temptation is to slap that person because you have become an insult to your education. I perceive food here. Yeah. <laughs> I perceive. I perceive that you are a prophet. Me nya and committing kebisa o ye o difo. We have not gotten there yet. I perceive. Why? 
because of one thing that he said. One revelation that came to a prophet. And that is what's happening in our generation now. Let somebody express a word of knowledge now. Prophet. Word of wisdom. Prophet. In fact, the greatest currency now is to be a prophet. So you will see all manner of prophets. Prophet evangelist. Prophet what, what, and what. I saw one man who prophet apostle. Prophet apostle. Well, of course, I don't have to doubt that one. A person may be a prophet um, with apostolic dimensions of uh, ministration and all that. But why are you loading yourself with so much titles? If you collapse and die now, what will happen? Huh? Let's go on. Our fathers worshipped on this mountain. This is where I'm coming to. And you Jews say that in Jerusalem is a place where one ought to worship. Denominational crisis. What we are suffering now did not start yesterday. Our fathers worship on this mountain and you Jews say that it's only in Jerusalem that one should worship. If there's any Catholic here, don't be offended. We are doing studies. Almost you are first church. Mama Kenya, we are rebels. The moment you are we are rebels. More team, more free Roman. If I'm more common free Roman, I'm by. Obitin, Hobitin, I must more team. I'm at the team of one of Motiazan. Yena, you was him. Yena, you woke to me. Yena, you was there. Yena, you who not dear. Now you see, that's how we have reduced Christianity to now. What we think we carry. Where we think we belong to. Ah, the special place. Oh, Perjum. So worship. Baby, I could be on your new hot dia and just say out. Una wasem neading. Muna modosu neading. That is not what you carry along on your evangelism. Our fathers worshipped here. We have a tradition in this place. But you are saying no to that tradition. We have a tradition. Conflict. When I see ethnic challenges in church, I feel like cursing certain people. That you come to the church, the body of Christ, and there too we are having ethnic problems. We free her, we free her, we see free her, we are the guardian, we ever, we are Santi, we see Sophia, we baby near to all. And we speak one language. Hmm? Don't you speak one language? So why? It is flesh. Life that is ruled by the flesh. That is our point of defense. 
is our point of departure. There was initial rejection. The woman rejected Jesus on the grounds of race or ethnicity. Now that woman had some information and what she was doing was trading information. Oko kan asema chiri obi a oko a o se yen ya sori de efiti asese say 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 you are not your your church is not the message your church is an instrument to carry the message dominion chapel akra is not the message to preach you preach the word of god and when the person now sees what you are saying the person will ask you where do you worship? Or when you are done, the person gets born again. Now that you are born again, I'd like to invite you to a place in the event that you don't belong to anywhere. So I will take you through certain teachings and make you mature. That one is okay. There's no problem about that one. But you don't go with some information that will not benefit the person. That information does not bring knowledge. Me free so. And now, let's be mammy buffy, papa, papa, papa. Or can't send me or can't ya was me as Antony. In fact, as a mean cobble, be original mean shinami mono, me mano, we are as Antonyms or what? Don't any other person, doesn't any other person from any tribe also have the, that quality you are talking about? Why at a place where we are studying scripture, spiritual things? Let me ask something. I will meet that person one on one. Oh, sure, I will talk to him. Because it's an insult. And I will surely will do that. Where you come from is not consequential. When it comes to spiritual things. Oh, Christianity started in our place. We were the first to have met a white man. Is that also part of the issue we are talking about here? We became Christian long before you people came in. Yes, how far have you gone? There are certain pieces of information that doesn't bring knowledge. Spiritual knowledge is what makes people accept what you are saying. So don't go to people with information. Go to them with knowledge. And somebody did not come out of office when me touch me as I have confusion. Because there's a difference between information and knowledge. So what you are saying? And he said, we need BB, a different. Now, but he went to me and transferred and you know, and Kim BB and Fuma, we need him there. There are two different things. So, information that you get must be synthesized to bring you to the point of knowledge. And knowledge that you go into will bring into experience. 
experience is what hits the people. It is experience that captures people. Encounter. The encounters you have had with God is what people will submit to. Not the rattling nor the rest of them. No. I think I've said it here before. I had been praying to God for several years to give me opportunity to preach at Legon. Because when I was there, I wasn't a Christian and I fought them. And no Christian could come to my room to preach. So my roommate had to meet them on, on the porch somewhere. Just anywhere you want to go and meet, go and meet them. But to bring the person to the room, our room there, that the person is coming to preach. That was an abomination. <laughs> you understand and because I was I, was, I, was, I became the uh, Vanda choir master there are many many things I spoke against so when I got born again I began to ask the Lord to give me money. so one day I was invited to Legon I think that was in 1990 could be 95 or so I was invited there on the platform of full gospel. So I went there heavily prepared. Heavily. I had to share some encounters with them. That is what the Lord used to break them down. Even when I was insulting them, they were still coming. To give their lives to Christ. I told them I have been in this school before. I said I was in Commonwealth. And I said I was a Vandal choir master. They opened their eye well, well. <laughs> and I said, I'm speaking to you from the depth of encounters. And I began to share some few things with them. And I said, your problem, the problem you are having now is this your barnacles that you are carrying on your face. That makes you think that you know more than God. Get up and come and be saved. And that they were coming. Why? Because I told them things that they knew could be my nature or character. And then God set those things apart, set them aside, and saved me. God forgot about all those things. We carry the effigy of, of uh, Champon, the coffin. I was among those who bought the coffin from Commodore all the way down to the gate. And we set fire and set that thing on fire. Said all manner of things. They were looking for me, they didn't find me. I went to my village. <laughs> Praise God. Maybe because of the position in what that I was, when they took photographs, they only saw my trousers and not my body. I told them what I carried in my pocket that time. When we are talking to you, we didn't just draw from heaven. We came upon this earth. We went to the place you didn't go to. But he still forgave us. When I share such encounters with you, why wouldn't you accept Christ? So to me, it's a 
Alice no onto me say sound. Don't go and give knowledge. I mean, don't go and give information. Share encounters. What has God done in your life? To me, that's the best thing you need to carry along with you than series of, of quotations. The person doesn't know anything about your Bible. You begin from Genesis chapter 1, verse 1 to 5. You just recite. And then you go to John. Then you begin to recite. You go to this place. You say, hey, okay, let's go to Revelation. You are dazing the person. The person is getting dazed. Jumping from one book to the other in the Bible and you are quoting copiously. Abba. No. That is not what the person needs. Don't go and confuse people with information. Go and share encounters with them. Knowledge that you are proved. Knowledge you have what? Proved. We call that one experiential knowledge. A dear one casa would you three and a more praise god i couldn't join armed robbery because i feared to steal that one i couldn't join but this i knew how to smoke i knew how to drink and I drank. Nobody say I knew it. I drank. So I will share that one with you. And show you experience. I know what, how God delivered me from death. Over and over again. In this city. When we had encounters with police. Two times people around me were shot. So when I'm telling you that God knew me before I got to know myself. So he has kept you to this time because there is something about your life that you are here to discover. And God wants to show that one to you. Personal encounters. Reserve all those your biblical some things and bring the person home. When the person gets born again, you now begin to take him through scriptures. There are some, just one scripture is enough. And come, come, confuse you will be what is this person doing show me something let me have a picture of what you are saying I told you about the fellow that said uh, he was drinking drink because of beer he couldn't get born again I think I told you that one so I asked him, how many bottles do you drink and get drunk? He said, three bottles. Three bottles. So I said, so as you stand here now before me, your life values three bottles. The value of your life is three bottles beer. That's what your whole life is all about. Indeed, oh, oh, your tongue and beer, three bottles are, and no, I brought you now, the two And I said, three bottles was done under 15 minutes. The moment we enter the hall, at the counter. At where? The counter. Before we now sit down and begin to call for beer. This your pastor could drink one cutting beer and that will not do me anything until I top that one with whiskey. 
And the man said, it doesn't, you, it is not on you. He said, don't lie to me. Don't lie to me. That's what he said. He said, there's nothing about you that tells him that you were drinking. I said, that's what I'm talking about. The transformation that comes from Christ. No matter what you are and who you are now, he can turn you around. And when you see yourself in the mirror, you begin to doubt. He said, is it me? It is you. Because something has been taken away from you. Something. That made you look ugly. There's no ugliness as far as a Christian is concerned. Anyone that is born again and you are in Christ and you are walking after the spirit, there is nothing like ugliness. You are not ugly. Even if it tells you ugly, it's a lie. The person cannot see well. I'm not trying to make you feel good. Eh, there's a glory around you that affects the thing you are wearing. Let the person carry it and wear it. You will look like one, 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 one. What do they call that one? <laughs> that kind of thing. Is it scarecrow they call it? Uh-huh. Scarecrow. Here I'm very careful when I'm speaking English because the Oibo people, they plenty here. People who speak grammar in this place there. Eh? Hey, fantastic. To me, you're very careful, Pan, my woman, mercy. Amen. Everybody here, you have a past. Don't you have a past? You have a once upon a time. A baby, a chem. Now, what you say? And I'm a sheer Christo. And now I am a say. And it's why I am a say, dear. And you're now so waiting me as a sound. You don't need any effort for him to change your life. All you need is submission to him. Just try him. Do what? Try him. I had a young man, my roommate, for three years. And he was a, a churchman. I think he was a Christian. Mm, very good man. Cool. And they gave him one demon to be his roommate. When I got born again, and I returned from Nigeria one time we met, I went looking for him. He had been checking on me every time. So I went to see him. Oh, homie. Up till now, he calls me out. That's, that's how. He calls me out, calling him Kwame. That's the way we read when you are in Christ by all means you must look handsome or beautiful that is that is part of your destiny when you get there if anybody here is very ugly get born again today they say you're ugly doesn't matter don't, don't fight them don't fight them just get born again now. By the time you get to your house, they'll be wondering whether you are the one that left the house in the morning. Something changed in your life. It is that change that is the experience you have. That's the thing that a person may want to know. Want to know how many times witchcraft wanted to destroy your life and God saved you. 
This airport residential area, we went on uh, demonstration. The police came to uh, meet us over there. They blocked the road, actually. And we were trying to retreat. They wouldn't even allow us to retreat. Most of my young And where we followed, we now came to a dead end. There was, there was, there was a barbed-wired fence, if you like, something like that. Quite high. Till today, as I'm talking to you now, I don't know how I went over that, that fence. I don't know how. One fellow, is, they hit him with their daddy a on daddy a stick, and the leg got broken. The bone, it wasn't just leg, it was a bone. The bone got broken, the, the thing was dangling like that. When I saw that one, whether it was the spirit of God or evil spirit that came to me, I don't know. I just jumped. They should have brought me and uh, make me go to join them national athletes, you know, to do high jump. It was one miracle. I think that time I should have gone to Christ. But my heart was so bad. Like I said somewhere, because he had known me, before I knew myself, he kept me. So he has been keeping you. Tell them that God has spared your life so that he can make you who he wants you to be. Share encounters with them. Share those things with people. God's deliverance in your life, share it with them. Our fathers worshipped on this place, this mountain. And you are saying that people should go to Jerusalem. Is that how to win people? Our fathers. We have not finished though. Today has been my shortest, if you know because of you have been disturbing me, otherwise I would have finished long ago. You have been disturbing me. Go ahead. Jesus said, Woman, believe me, the hour is not coming when you will neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem worship the Father. Have you seen that it's not your denomination? It's not your assembly? It's not your tribe? It's not your nation or nationality? No. The hour is coming and that hour has already come. We worship God in spirit and what? In truth. Not because you are a pastor. Salvation is only in pastorhood. Isn't it called pastorhood? There's something like that. That because you are a pastor. So, okay, you are a pastor's wife. Or pastor Peking. So you have salvation. It's a lie. Let them go and burn you inside the church. On the pulpit. Not on the altar, on the pulpit like, like here. The boy you put you here. You are still not saved until you walk to the altar by yourself. You see, oh, my son, them. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. You found Kosher Babu, Mukra, and won't to Babu. Not save you. This hour is what we are in now. 
Those who serve God will do so. Those who worship him, they will do so. In spirit and in truth. He said, for such the father demands to worship him. Then I come to you who is born again. Who is going to carry the message to the one who is not born again. Are you worshiping God in spirit and in truth? I don't want an answer from you. Because I don't want to compound your situation where you lie to me. You lie and the, and the Lord will be looking at you and say, he's, he's still lying. This one, no fear, inside the assembly, he is still lying. I don't want to confuse you here. But I'm saying that Christ said, the hour is coming. I'm saying the hour has come. From the day you got born again, you came to a point where you worship God in spirit and in truth. And if you don't do that one, you have a challenge. You can pretend, but not before God. We are a people with great destiny. If we can be transparent. If we can be humble enough. If we can allow the Holy Ghost to lead us and guide us in the way we should go. For there is a way that seemeth right to a man. But the end thereof are the ways of death. That's how the Bible puts ways of death. But thy way, O Lord, is in thy sanctuary. And you are the sanctuary of God. So God's ways are inside you by the Holy Ghost. And the Holy Ghost will now lead you on the way that you should go. And you will discover that your life will be improving over and over again. Now I am on to me as Christo So it has a responsibility there. We are in that hour. Neither on this mountain, not in this assembly, nor any other assembly. Not in a, a big church. You know, you know the kind of churches they built in those days. I have not gone to Europe before. I have not. But I've seen pictures. And, and what do you call that one? Uh, documentaries of churches, huge buildings that have now become theaters. People go there to watch nudity. The ones that have not been taken over by the devil, you go there, you see only old people and children in the place. The youth and their fathers. I've not seen anything. Hello? Let me tell you, members of this assembly and as many as have joined us this morning, your best time in life is where you are in now. Obrepa enye, eneya weya baba wey, eneya weya branti, aonho adino, obre. And Chenko Bakokra, Rakosum Yankupon. Obey a wound. Rakwesa Kwana no sans in your son. Cotter to go. Akwano Chitibo Sam too much. 
Obunsam kran nsa o a wotu na twa bunsam jem. Akwana bo Yesu, akona Yesu wonu. Lord remember me when you get into your kingdom. Jesus said now, this very moment you will be with me in paradise today. Don't wait until you get old. You become you cannot be very effective. You know, don't get to that point before you now be, decide to worship God the way you should worship him. Don't worship God for anybody. Don't go to church because if you don't go, your pastors will talk or your parents will talk. Don't go to church like a king who cannot work. Kings in this kingdom, they work. They serve. The kings and the queens in the kingdom of God, they serve. Their major assignment is service. Is service. Do service in the kingdom. So when you come into this kingdom of Jesus Christ, and you are not the one that can work, that can serve, you need to check yourself. But the good news is this. This is your time. This is the very hour that God has programmed for you to be virtually and practically useful in the kingdom and to yourself. Don't let this season pass you by. Let me say this one truthfully to you. I have a lot of pain concerning you, the youth in this church. Me dimu hu yao pa. Muhu yao mi di ni se. Kambuti mi a ya brunya mu yesu. Mubuti mi a ye ab ma chenso. Mubuti mi a ye because ye in kran ni a wobe 40 years no. This Tanzania nanti ko yesu wini no. Na ye children was of Ye children kran. Ewi aboka krebiya. Nama dani nkuto. Ensiyo tope. Nama dani nchini. Those of you who don't understand the tree I'm speaking here. I said this is the time. Don't wait until you get old. I, I'm telling them that when even those of us who were in, 40, in our 40s then. The distance, the areas we covered. Spreading the gospel. Walking from place to place. Wasn't a joke. The little heat that sun produces, you turn into Nkuto. What is the shea butter? Shea butter. That you can't walk in the sun because you may melt. When it starts raining, say I'm salt. Oh, let me hide inside before I also begin to lose my saltness. So, at what time are you considering? be effective in the body. You are doing well, but you can do better. For the part of the just is a shining light that keeps on shining until the perfect day. You are not near to the end of your journey. It is time for you to now begin to do great exploits. 
develop this habit. The whole exercise of winning souls that we've been talking about for months now is for individuals to develop that lifestyle of soul winning. That wherever you find yourself, you'll be able to go forth and win souls. I will be so excited to see you put yourself together and visit some of the villages around this town. Some villages around Accra here. Go there, spend about two days in that place or in those places and begin to talk to, Je- talk to them about Jesus. Go there. Don't eat. Don't eat. You may not be able to bring them to this place, but do that one for the kingdom of God. And strengthen yourself in the fight. And as you do that one, you will discover how far you will go. So make it your time of prayer. Make it pray. Just pray about this and let God tell you. When he tells you something, move and do it. You don't need a company. You can go there alone. Finally, In chapter 8 of Luke's gospel, I'm not going to read, but I'd like you to go and do the reading yourself. Luke's gospel begins with an, a very interesting statement, that chapter 8. As Jesus went through their cities and villages, preaching and teaching and healing the sick, the disciples were with him. But there were other women, women who had had encounters with him, who had been delivered from diverse demonic oppressions through Christ. They followed him on their own accord with their money bags to make provisions for him and for his disciples. Women, they didn't mention men. That's the thing that pains me a lot. Are we that bad? Men, are you here? Are we that bad? Are we not free with our... Or we are Armstrong? Oh, we are free with our palms in wrong places. Jesus is Lord. Uh, okay. When we used to drink in those days, a man would come and sit down there and call people he has never met before. Ah. Bad girl. We no mumun samu katin bakun. Just give them as much as they want to drink. He has never met them anywhere. Very generous. Men are very generous. Majority of men, not all. Even when they are born again, very generous to other girls. Not even their wives. Some, you meet a lady by what you, a popcorn something. She hasn't even greeted you. You greet her. Hey, open popcorn, pal. How many be money for buckets? 
You like popcorn, eh? Give her four buckets. The woman doesn't know anywhere. Thank God for Jesus. I'm telling you. I saw one man driving, looking at one girl, and he was running into another vehicle. Driving. Somebody, one girl is going her way. You are going your way. Your wife is in the house. And because of foolishness and stupidity, generosity in looking. Looking generously. <laughs> but you see, women, men, don't be offended. These things are practical issues. Some men are very generous in the kingdom. No doubt about that. Very, very generous in the kingdom. And I think the men here, you are generous, have you? Yeah. Uh, you, you heard them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hallelujah. You know? But women can go their way to do strange things in the kingdom. Very strange things. That when the husbands get to here, sometimes there's war in the house. What is the money I put... I put I sold that money in church in the morning. What? What? Do you know where that money came from? It's your money. If it's your money, it's my money. I've given it to God. If the man doesn't stop at that point, something like this will follow. If you're angry, go to God and collect your money. And as he's talking, she's going away. Going to bring your food to confuse you more. Please eat, eat, and stop this thing now. You have gone beyond this level. Someone like you should not be talking about money. What? How much is it? Just hundred thousand. Okay. What are you talking about? If not for God, you would have died long ago. Can you pay for that one? <laughs> they will begin now to rub your hair or whatever. Okay? Touch hair, touch body, confuse you. Why won't you also on your own accord learn to give? Hmm? One little girl, one little girl in one assembly, she has been going to church with their mother. The father wasn't going to church. They were raising funds to build. And that girl went to the mother. I said, I'm going to vow for daddy. She said, huh? I'll vow. That lady was called Amanda. She went there, the little girl. Pastor, I'm vowing, uh, I'm pledging. Ten bags of cement for my father. The pastor looked at her. He said, for who? I said, my father. They went home. She went to the father. Daddy, 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 daddy. I pledge ten bags of cement on your behalf, so go to the pastor's office and pay the money. That's how the man went and paid the money and got born again. And grew to become an elder in the church. It took a woman's heart to bring this man to salvation. Women followed him. So, this evangelism thing calls for money. If you can't go, let your money go. Hello? If you cannot go, let your money go. Get to the office, get to the pastor, tell pastor. Please, I'm bringing this one so that they can buy water as they go. 
You are sowing into kingdom work that is very important to God. Very important to God. If you can't go, let your money go. Say, we don't understand these things now. They say if the antelope or train antelope, huh? Or antelope, uh, if you will not go for funeral, the skin must go. You know where the skin is? On the surface of the drum. Uh, so by all means, he's there. If you know come bodily, his skin is there. So if you cannot go, find it. They went around with Jesus Christ on their own. And the men were busy defending their money and giving to money to wrong people. If you are a man in this place and you forsake your wife and go and give your money to any damn woman anywhere, poverty will visit you. Amen. You don't need to say amen. I don't need your amen. I don't need your amen. I'm not saying you cannot help anybody. I'm, your, motive, your motive is the issue I'm talking about. You want to create some rapport between you and the woman and ties her with money. And your wife is in the house. You saw that her bra has torn. You couldn't buy it. You want to buy bra for somebody else. Are you not a wicked man? You are the devil they want to cast out. Praise God. The next thing to take note of, so your money, number two, prayer, intercession. Go and read that story of the sower. And see that four categories of people, only one bore fruit. Four categories. And when you finish reading that one, you will know the prayer of God to pray. That as we go out, Lord, when your word goes, grant your word entrance into the people. Let the word of God find a place in the heart of the people and let it abide and grow and bear fruits. There are things Otherwise, you will preach and preach and preach to people and you won't get, they get born again. Oh, true, true. I have said Christ as my Lord and Savior. My mom is also. If you are no Rado Kaba, my man is also. I have lifted my hands. From there, you will go to drink Brukutu. You know Brukutu? You know Brukutu? You have come to Ghana, you have been here for four years, five years. You don't know Brukutu. But you know Fufu. You have been eating it. You don't know Brukutu. <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> Hallelujah. So your money and your prayers are required in this business. Your going is a primary thing. When you are not going, make sure your prayer will go. Make sure your money goes. And if you, if you are going, you also take time to do these two serious matters. And please don't go with your denomination. Go with Christ. Go and do what? And Philip found himself in a village, one Samaritan village, and then he went and preached Christ. He didn't preach Peter. 
He didn't preach the Jerusalem Council. He didn't preach anything. He had been a deacon serving the church. But when he went, he went and preached Christ. And Christ answered, and miracles and signs began to happen in that place. From a man who was serving tables, he wasn't ordained as a pastor. He was not a prophet. He was nothing. He was one serving tables. Don't belittle yourself. Just go boldly. You are carrying Christ and it, he, Christ will show forth. He will do what? He will show forth. Well, this is what we came to talk about. This is the hour. Wise men and wise women operate by timing. The sons of Issachar, they did what? They knew what? Their times and seasons. Even though they were few, they were still in charge. You have to know the time. There's a time. Critical time. If you know the rate that people are dying, you'll be shocked. People die per second per second. Where are they going? To heaven? Or going to hell? What are you doing? You don't have time. I've told you here before. That young blind man, the blind boy who was uh, on TV3 program, was it time no, time what? Time no day. I like that statement. You don't have time. Indeed, you don't know when you are exiting. You don't know when you are going home. So this day, he said, today, that is called what? Today. If you hear me, so it is today that you've got to do it. When tomorrow comes, it is today. When the next day comes, it is what? Today. It must be today. I'd like you to go home and think on these things. I'd like you to be bold enough and step out. Nobody will kill you for sharing Christ with that person. And the Lord will lead you and direct your course. If at the end of this month, which is some few days away from now, if we don't have any fruit to show for all the labor that has been put in from February up to now, then we have a challenge. Praise God. Praise God. And the ones that you have spoken with, you took their numbers. How many of you have been calling them? Don't answer. Don't answer. I'm trying to protect you this morning. So you won't lie. You took the number. If you knew you would not call, why do you take the number? Okay, okay. You took it to bring it to the man in charge of evangelism. Let him be doing the calling. What about you? What is your phone for? Huh? Some unnecessary calls most times. Some calls are not necessary. Hello? How are you? Have you eaten this morning? You have not eaten. Why have you not eaten? Huh? Why have you not eaten? Don't you have gary, gary, gary and beans around your area? You can just buy five cities will give you full dose. Hello? Good afternoon. How's everything? How's your mother? Your mother fine? 
How about your father? That man has he changed? Which one is your concern about that man? <laughs> Hello? Good evening. Are you watching TV? Nonsense call. <laughs> that same time you could have called somebody. I didn't see you on Sunday. I trust God that you are doing fine. Greet your wife for me or greet your husband for me or greet your parents for me. The Lord is on your side. Everything will work well for you. Don't accuse a person for not coming to church. You know, they will know of the church. <laughs> you are a brother in the church. The owner is God himself. He knows where, what has happened, so you forget it. And just encourage the person to come. Except when the person is becoming unnecessarily difficult. If it is pastor, for instance, that one of us, you don't see us, you call. Pastor, I've not seen you. And you see, you see, you see Pastor, I've not seen anything. You are supposed to be in church. That's all. That one you can give to Pastor Bam. Me, if you give it to me, I'll also give it to you. <laughs> you know how I'll give it to you? I'll get you one day when you are late. I'll stand here. And I'll give it to you live. Everybody will hear. Your own was in secret, but my own will be in public. The Lord bless you. The Lord bless you. The Lord quicken you by his spirit and grant you boldness to stand. The love that you have for your people and the world at large, may that one also increase. That you will go forth in pain and with much compassion to bring souls unto the kingdom. May you see the reward of soul winning coming so visibly and in abundance in your life in the name of Jesus Christ for every single soul that you bring into the kingdom the Bible said there is much joy in heaven when God is excited and the heaven is joyful it will reflect on your life also in the name of Jesus Christ you are the eyes of God on this earth you are the hands and the feet of God don't disappoint him he is always ready to be a help unto you in the name of Jesus Christ but if you are here this morning you have not given your life to Jesus Christ I want to pray with you before I exit from here you want to give your life to Jesus anybody here this morning you don't have Christ in your life you want to give your life to Jesus Christ this is a good day for you Father thank you thank you for your precious people they will not go by information. They will go by encounters. And you have given every one of us here at least an encounter. Before we got to know you, how we were, you came into our lives and you changed us. Let this testimony go forth and bear fruits. In the name of Jesus, we give you praise. In Jesus' precious name. Now we have a few days before the month will end. This month will surely end well for you. In the name of Jesus Christ. It will end well for you. In the name of Jesus. Now listen. How many days more? Today is what? 21? So how many days? How many? Three. It will be 30th. So these three days. You can do a lot of recouping. What you've not been able to do for three months. You can do them in three days. When you set your heart to it, you will surely be able to do it. May you receive that kind of strength to go forth and do it. 
that by the time you are welcoming July, you are doing so with testimonies. In the name of Jesus Christ. Whatever thing you began to do in the beginning of the year, that must be accomplished, you will see the accomplishment. In the name of Jesus Christ. You will not see shame. In Jesus' mighty name. May the Lord envelop you as you go about. Cover you with the blood of Jesus Christ. And grant you peace of heart. In the name of Jesus. Amen.